Dear Black Girl Making Music, don't feel rushed. It's okay to take your time. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the, another episode of Black Girls Make Music. My name is Alicia Renice, and I'll be your host today. Um, I am in Missouri still. <laughs> I am in a different part of Missouri. You might be able to hear the crickets in the background um, or the cicadas or whatever it is outside. Um, it's actually uh, pretty late at night. Not pretty late. It's about nine o'clock. It's not late. But um, yeah, I'm recording this episode later than usual. Um, because today I actually got to work on some music. Yay! Um, if you don't know, I'm actually traveling full-time with my husband in an RV, and, um, I feel like since we've been traveling this last month, I've only really been working on music, like, in the studio, maybe, like, two days. And, um, it felt really great to actually work on music and to get things done. Um, I miss singing, I miss creating, and I've actually been feeling really discouraged lately. Um, it just seems like, the things that I want to do, the things that I want to share, no one really cares about it. And I'm sure that you all can relate um, to that in some degree where, you know, you're really excited about this idea and it seems like no one is really paying attention to you. And um, in the previous episode, I talked about um, being committed and how you have to really keep showing up even when no one cares and no one uh, seems to be there, you know, applauding you or you know, saying good job, you know, and I guess I'm just really being put to the test in that area and the advice that I offered. It's not easy. You know, I didn't, I never said it was easy. I never thought it was going to be easy. Um, but yeah, it can be really discouraging, you know, like with the podcast, I see I have new listeners, so that's really exciting. Hi guys. Um, with, you know, I have like a YouTube channel. It seems like no one's really watching anything. And I'm like, so, okay, so what's the point? Should I keep doing this or do I just stop? Like, Ugh, it's just frustrating. And, um, you know, I think I'm going to keep going with the YouTube. We'll see how it turns out. But it's just, it's it's tough because it's a lot of work to keep creating content. And if it's not really doing anything, it's almost like I could be spending my time doing something else. But I think just figuring out what that sweet spot is and what my um, platform of focus should be, you know? Um, people talk about digging deep and not going wide. And so I don't want to put in a lot of time and energy into something that's not really benefiting me, you know, but I guess I'm going to continue, like I told you guys, to be, I'm going to continue to be committed for at least a year to see how things go. And if they don't, then I'll just let it go, you know, and focus somewhere else. Um, so yeah, so how are you guys doing? You know, drop me a line, send me an email at um, blackgirlsmakemusic at gmail.com if you wish. Um, you can also leave me a voice message on Anchor. Um, you can also follow us on Instagram at Black Girls Make Music or join our Facebook group, which is Black Girls Make Music on Facebook as well. I'm um, in just a community of black women making music, um, mostly independent artists. If you're not, that's cool, too. Um, just joining and offering support and encouragement and um, maybe even collaborations in the future. Who knows? You know, um, just want to create a safe space for black women out there who are in the independent music journey. Because, you know, we don't really, there's not really a lot of uh, uh, places for us to be, to commune and to really just let down our guards and to be ourselves. So yeah, it's open to people of all ages, all genres, whatever. Just just join. Yeah. Okay. So let's jump right in. Um, today I want to talk about going slow. It's called, today's episode is called It's Okay to Go Slow. Um, so, you know, with <laughs> with the world, um, everyone's in a rush Everyone's trying to tell you to, you know, 
You're supposed to graduate by this certain age. You're supposed to be married by this certain age. I'm at the age where all of my friends are getting married and having babies. And it's like, dang, am I, am I slow? Like, am I, I'm behind. I'm married, but we don't have any kids yet. Um, Lord willing in the future we'll have kids, but, um, you know, it can really make you feel like you need to rush your process along, whatever you're doing. Like if you haven't, you know, popped yet, then, you know, you're going too slow or you're not doing what you're supposed to do. But I kind of want to make the argument for growing slow. And it took me a while because like many millennials, um, I had a quarter life crisis where I think I was maybe 25, 26, 27, around that age. And um, I was really like, woe is me, because I felt like I wasn't successful. I didn't have my college degree at the time. Um, I was working a job I didn't really want to work. I wanted to create more things. I didn't really have resources or access to really create it. Um, maybe this was before. Anyway, and, and also I wasn't really committing my time to creating because I was too busy crying about, you know, Oh, you know, my life, I'm not really, eh. but it's crazy to assume that you're supposed to have your life together when you're 25, you know, you're in school until you're 18, then you go to college, then you're in college until average, what, 22, 23, 24. Um, and then all of a sudden you're supposed to have all the answers. It's like, no, you haven't even lived life yet. You know, you haven't, how are you supposed to have your life figured out? And you've just been under people's instruction. And even if you didn't go to college, you know, to assume that four years out of school, you're just supposed to have it all together. It's kind of crazy, you know, looking back in retrospect. Everything is, you know, what they say, hindsight is twenty twenty. you know. But even now, as I'm approaching 30, I still feel like, dang, like, okay, almost 30. And then in the music industry, you know how they treat women. It's like if you haven't hit it by 25, then record labels are probably less likely going to sign you. And, like, if you're not really sexual or if you're not whatever. And this is general this is just generalizations. Like, of course, there are people who are signed after the age, but more than likely, um, they're trying to go for a younger, more sexy, or not even sexy, but just kind of like um, a woman that has sex appeal, you know, a part of her image. Um, that's usually what's pushed. That's usually what's what's um, promoted. And if you don't fit those aesthetics, then you're kind of just pushed by the wayside, no matter how talented you are, you know? And for a lot of people, it can feel like, dang, I haven't hit it yet. Um, is this ever going to happen? You know? And I'm struggling with the same questions. But at the same time, like I said, I want to make an argument for growing slow and the benefits of being a beginner and taking things slowly, you know? Um, so being a beginner, there are definitely, there were, there are definite benefits of being a beginner. Um, for one, no one knows who you are, right? And that can suck, but at the same time, it's actually giving you room to mess up, to make mistakes, and no one knows about it. You can fail, you can you can have a performance that no one shows up to, and it could be the worst performance of your life, and no one will know. No one will have any idea because no one will be there, right? Um, and, you know, it's funny, but at the same time, it's true because we all need some sort of playing ground for us to figure out who we are, what we really want to do, um, you know, to change our minds and things like that. And if you have a following already, it's really hard to change your mind because you're worried about letting people down. You're worried about ruining, ruining an image that you have. Um, you know, it's, it's harder. It's harder once you have the thing going um, to change your mind and to go backwards. And so you see it all the time, like with artists, with um, musicians or actors or whatever, we're used to seeing this person act in comedy all the time. So now they're 
we put them in this category that they can only do comedies. When in reality, they really wanted to be like the serious actor, but they just chose comedy. I don't know, I'm making this up. They just chose comedy because, you know, it was the easiest thing and whatever. And so now when they try to do a serious role, it's really hard for us to see them in that serious role because we're so used to seeing them in comedy. And it's the same thing with music. Um, when people start experimenting with their sound or their appearance or um, collaborating with certain artists, people are just like, you know, in an uproar because it's like, this is not who I thought this person was. Um, this is not, you know, what I would expect from them, blah, blah, blah. Even though these people have like total control, well, you know, for the most part, they, they're able to um, control how they want to be perceived. They might have multiple interests. Like they might not just want to rap. They might want to like try rock. They might want to try, you know, soul or something or R&B. But because we're so used to seeing them in this category, in this light, it's hard for us to see them in a different genre. So if you're a beginner, you get to experiment with all that stuff and figure out what you like and not have to worry about what other people have to say about it. Um, another benefit is that you have rooms to make room to make mistakes. Like I said before, if you have a gig that no one shows up to and you totally like, you know, suck, no one's going to care. You know, if you um, put out, I don't know, like an album cover that has a misspelling on it, you know, something small, you can delete it before anyone sees it. And no one cares. No one cares. Um you can also change your mind, like I said, without many people noticing or people like you losing, using air quotes, losing a following, um, whatever. Like you can be yourself without the pressure of having to live up to these standards that pe other people make for you, you know? Um, so think about being a beginner. Uh, just absorb everything you can. Try everything you can to figure out what your sound is, what you like, um, and who you are. And I also want to talk about growing slowly. Um, I've just changed my mindset recently about growing slowly. At first I was like, I need to do this now. Like when I was, you know, having my quarter life crisis, I need to do this now. I need to be successful now. I need to make all this money now. And da, da, da. And you know, quarter life, meaning like, Lord willing, if I live to a hundred, this is only a quarter of my life, you know? So if I hit all my goals right now, what is it to look forward to in the future? I'm pretty sure I'll have more, I have bigger goals and I have different goals and things like that. I'm not saying that my life would end. But I have a whole life, however many years God wants to give me, to become this person that I've always wanted to be. Um, so a reason, reasons why you should grow slowly instead of fast. Um, you'll have a strong foundation. If you go slowly, you have, like when you think about trees, the roots, like it takes a while for trees, like no matter, if you see a tall tree, their roots usually are like, longer than the actual tree like it goes on and on and on forever which is why you have trees in your backyard that'll mess up your piping and things like that because they just keep growing the slower you get the the found the stronger your foundation the, the slower you grow the more intentional and not saying slow as in like you know being being lazy and taking your time and doing little things you know here and there but no if you're intentional about your thing and growing slowly and being deliberate um then you'll have a strong foundation um, a second reason, it's not rushing your process. You know, I'm learning guitar right now and there's some chords, like with my little fingers, <laughs> there's some chords that I just cannot get. It's really irritating. It's so frustrating. And while I would, um, there's so many different ways that I can get around it, right? Like I could change the key that the song is in. 
I could um, try to only play easy songs or whatever. But if I didn't put in the work and put in the work into the process that I need to go through to make, you know, these chords work and to strengthen my hands, I would have weak hands. Like I, I would be cheating myself. Like, yeah, I'd be playing songs that are easy, but I wouldn't be growing. I wouldn't be improving. I would just be being lazy and finding all these shortcuts, you know, and it's taking me some time, like playing a B chord or like the right F chord and not like the modified version. Um, it's taking a lot of work, you know, and um, I'm hoping that while I'm trying to play these chords, my fingers will grow stronger. But again, if I'm not going slowly, if I'm not taking my time, if I'm not being deliberate and working through the hard parts, I'm not going to grow and I'm going to be rushing my process. Also, I want to make sure that what I create is great. I really admire artists who take time. Um, for example, Frank Ocean. Say what you want. I love Frank Ocean. Um, the first, I think the first album that he came out with was in like 2010 or 11. I could be wrong about that. But then um, he came out with an album, what, in like 2014 after that? Again, these dates could be totally wrong. But he took his time. Like, he put out the album, he was, like, promoted, and then you didn't hear from him for, like, years. Then he came out with another album, and it was great. Because in my mind, I'm like, how is he going to top this album? Like, how can he... This is going to be a hard one. But then the second album he put out was Genius. And I'm pretty sure he's had albums before then, too. I just I just got on on Channel Orange. Um, so yeah, so I'm sure he was out there. He was writing for other artists, but, um, Blonde, the most recent one, um, is brilliant. I love it. I love the album. I can listen to it from start to finish. And I know that it took time. It took time for him to get those experiences for that album. It took time for him to write the album, for it to get, um, for him to have the right, uh, chords and the notes and, um, just, the concept of the whole thing, the message behind the whole album, it took time. Um, Solange's album, um, A Seat at the Table, that took years. Like, it's another great piece of work, and it's intentional, and it has a message from start to finish. I can listen to that thing, like I said, from start to finish, beginning to end, and it's all consistent with a message, right? And what you'll get sometimes, and it's, it's not knocking any other artists, um, a lot of other artists, you can tell that it's like, some like some albums have filler songs on them where it's not really consistent with the with the message of the album not saying that it the, not saying that every album has to have a message but you can just tell it just doesn't fit like they okay we need 15 songs we have 10 we need five more they just kind of put songs in there it's not intentional it's not deliberate it's very like it's very um popular like in the pop music and pop music um uh, Era, especially like the early 2000s it would seem like albums were just like all over the place like it didn't there was no consistent message nothing it was just like oh I'm happy here I'm sad here oh I want to dance I'm sexy oh he broke my heart like it's just all over the place right but what I love about um these albums these these two albums in particular and even Kid Cudi Kid Cudi is another person like that that I really really like um, the message is usually consistent. Like Kid Cudi is like, I'm depressed. I smoke weed. I'm depressed. Um, I have nightmares. Like I'm fighting my demons. You know, I miss my dad. Like these are like consistent things that he always um, plays to. And while I do want him to like, you know, become better and healthier, um, his projects are usually consistent. So I say all that to say, um, if you take your time, if you grow slowly, if you're intentional and deliberate, you'll create a work of art that resonates with people because it's consistent 
and it's actually you as opposed to like, oh, let me make these songs that are popular, that are hitting, um, that people will be dancing to today, but not care about tomorrow. You know, I, there are songs that I listen to from my childhood because it resonates with me even still, you know what I'm saying? And you know that that was a work of art that was created intentionally and deliberately. And they took their time. They chose every word um, carefully because they wanted to make sure that it was true to them. So yeah, anyway. Um, growing slowly also ensures, like I said, that it's not a fad or like an end thing, but that it connects with and resonates with the right people. Like I've already said this. So so yeah, so um, like I said, Landslide, originally done by, um, dang, what is their name? I can't think of their name right now, but they're amazing. Um, originally done by them, redone by Dixie Chicks. And the words to that song, Dixie Chicks came out with that song maybe in the 90s or the early 2000s. I still play that song to this day. Was it Stevie Nicks? Stevie Nicks might have wrote that song. Um, I'm sure someone will correct me. But either way, um, Landslide is amazing. And it's old. Like, it's from the 70s. And the words... It's just so it's so it's so beautifully written and it still resonates with me today. And I wasn't even alive when it came out <laughs> the first time, you know? I was alive for the Dixie Chicks one. But um the music is, is beautiful, but the message is beautiful. And I think that songs that are written intentionally and like slowly and deliberately um will stand the test of time because it's something that people can relate to no matter what decade you're in or generation you belong to. You know, older people might not be able to resonate with like, I don't know, B2K, <laughs> you know, as an example, because they were a poppy band. They were here and then they're gone. I can't really think of any songs, and this is just my opinion, that from them will last decades. You know what I'm saying? It was a it was a fun group, it was a fun time. Um, they got all the girls, sure. But like, I don't really know that their songs hit the heart, you know? So um anyway. That's just my personal opinion. Um, so yeah. So growing slow also allows you to not be overwhelmed or burned out. You know, when you're when you're in a rush, you're racing, you're giving yourself this time frame to hit all these things, and you're doing everything in your power to make it happen for yourself, everything in your power to make it go the way that you want it to go, when you want it to go, how you want it to go, da da da. Just trying to be controlling, uh, um, controlling, take control of the whole process. And it's too much for you. It's overwhelming. Like, um, there's a scripture, and I'm paraphrasing, but it's like, you know, basically you can do the work, but it's God who brings the increase. And I have to tell myself this all the time. Like, I can do all the things. I can, I can, you know, send it to all the people. I can connect with, you know, all the labels and whatever, whatever. Like, it's up to God to allow me to be successful, you know? And while that is hard because we want to be able to be in control of everything it's also a relief that we don't have to be in control of everything that we don't have to be burned out that we don't have to be stressed out you know um it's easy to be overwhelmed and discouraged when you're trying to force something to happen that's not happening and you put it all on yourself and it makes you feel like a failure it makes you feel like you're behind or whatever but if you just let god steer the ship you know make sure you're doing the work that you're supposed to be doing um it's easier. And again, I'm saying this to you guys as I'm saying it to myself because it's really hard for me um, to let go of the control, to not be discouraged. It is really discouraging. 
like I mentioned before in the beginning of this podcast, um, it's discouraging when you put in all this effort and all this time and it just seems like no one cares. No one understands the work you put in. No one understands how much this means to you. And no matter what you do, nothing is moving. It's so frustrating. So I get it. Um, But at the end of the day, it is God who brings the increase. You know, we do what we can. We do what we're supposed to do. um, But it's God who brings the increase. Um, So what I've tried tried to do is really have one thing that I want to do a day to start out. So recently I've started this um, sing a song every day challenge and I've fallen off. (laughs) I'm not, I have not been consistent like I should be. Sometimes I just don't feel like it and that's not an excuse. Um, So I need to do better. But um, what I've been doing is just singing a song. It could be like a minute or a minute and a half long, not the whole thing. And just posting it on Instagram. Like that's it. And um, I was listening to something else and they were talking about like doing sketches, like as artists, like just give yourself a time, like an hour, create something and share it. You know, Um, one, it puts down the need to be perfect. It puts down the need to like have everything polished and like, you know, you feel like you have to have everything um, going the way you want it to go at a certain time when in reality, what you have now is good enough. What you have, even if it sucks in your mind, it's good enough. It's good enough to share because what you're doing is more than what other people are doing. And that's something to be proud of, you know. Um, And I didn't think that it was a big deal. I didn't think like, okay, I'm just going to sing a song and post it. But I actually had someone send me a message and was like, they're really inspired by what I'm doing. And I was like, what? Like, in my mind, I'm just singing these songs in parking lots. Um, Outside of our RV I'm just um, in a park or something or near corn just singing a song and it's not perfect at all. You can hear cars zooming past. Um, You can hear me mess up. You can like, it's just, it's really low budget. But what I'm doing is encouraging somebody else and that is like really exciting and humbling. Like it's like, okay, like I need to be consistent. I need to keep doing it. Um, Because far too often we, we allow the need to be perfect to stop us from just doing things. Like just do it, you know? So... Um, a part of the assign- assignment, um, I'll get into that later, but one thing a day, just one thing. Like, you can do one thing a day and share it, one thing a day and post it, one thing a day. It doesn't even have to be online. Like, you could you could just send it someone something in a message or an email. I talked about before when I was making songs, before I was brave enough to share anything that I created, I would send it to my friends. I would send it to my mom. I would send it to my husband, you know? And that was good enough right then. Like, it was giving me the affirmation, the confidence um, I needed to do things. It was um, helping me work out the kinks and like experiment and all this other stuff. So it's okay to share your stuff in a safe place. You don't have to post it on Instagram. You don't have to post it on Facebook or wherever. Like just find a group of people that you can love and trust, like the Facebook group, and um, share what you do, like one thing a day. So um, an example would be one mix a day. If you're a DJ or if you're like a producer or, you know, you mix and master songs, just mix one thing a day. Um, sing a song a day like I'm doing. It doesn't have to be any. There's no music when I'm singing it. It's just acapella. It's just me and the and nature and cars. It's just um, real simple, really low budget. Um, you can do, if you want to do something better, write a song a day. Or... Um, you know, write and record a song a day. Um, you know, write, write. Um, if you're a rapper, 
16 bars, like do that, do something, do something that's easy, that'll get, that'll help you build your confidence, that'll help you work through your need to be perfect, that'll, um, that'll give you something to share with other people. Where I talked about last week, sharing your things, help people understand that you're serious about what you're doing. So that's a way to show that you're serious. Like, yeah, I'm doing this thing, you know? And like I said, it quiets your inner critic and also it allows you to start actually growing as opposed to being stopped by you feeling like you're not good enough, you're not perfect enough or whatever. It quiets all of that and just helps you and aids you in the process of growing. So one more thing, growing slowly builds character, discipline, um, and for like uh, continued success. So when things happen really fast, sometimes you don't appreciate it. You see it like with a child um, and they don't earn something and they just get something they want. They don't really appreciate it like they like they worked for it, you know. But if you if you're at a job and you're slaving away at McDonald's over fries and like like my first job was McDonald's. So if you're working hard, the first time you buy something with your own money, it's like this is everything. You don't want nobody to touch it. You don't want nobody to break it. Like I think I bought um, a MP3 player. It was like a creative um, MP3 player and it was everything because I earned it. I worked for it. I worked hard for it. And, um, but if somebody were just, I don't know if that's true for me, but if somebody were to just give me something that I just asked for, if like, you know, a child, like a four-year-old, you give them whatever they ask, they're not going to treat it carefully. They're not going to, they don't know what it took to get it. They're going to think like, oh, it's just easy come, easy go. When you work for something, it builds your character. Um, it helps you fight through the hard times. It helps you to fight through your inner critic, your need to be perfect. Um, like I said, it builds discipline because it takes discipline to work through these things, to be consistent. And um, and and it helps you to be appreciative when you reach your success. Like whatever success is for you. I told you guys to define it for yourselves. So um, after you define what success is for yourself, once you reach that point and you put in all this work, it's going to feel amazing. You're going to feel like high and like no one could take you down, you know, and, and you're going to appreciate when you get there, you're going to appreciate it more than if it just came really easily to you. So yeah, um, I hope that this was encouraging to you. Um, the assignment this week is to pick one thing that you're going to do that you're going to commit to for at least 21 days. Um, I think it's 21 days to make a habit. So for 21 days, what is one thing you're going to do a day that's going to help you in becoming a better whatever you are, musician, singer, writer, rapper, DJ, whatever, um, producer? Yeah. <clears throat> and share that with me. Share that in the group. Share that on Instagram. Hashtag it. Black Girls Make Music. Um, I'm really interested to see and I want to follow along and share it on our page. Okay. So um, recommendations this week. Um, Vaughn, I, I, I spoke, I think it was like two weeks ago about a release party for her, um, EP, for her debut EP and it's officially out. So you can actually check it out, download it. It's going to be amazing. I can't wait to download it. Um, and yeah, just check it out. Let me know what you think. Send her some love. Again, her name is Vaughn on Instagram. Her name is Vaughn Sings. I think on Facebook too. It's, um, V-A-U-G-H-N-S-I. NGS. So Bond sings. And so you can show her some love. You can show her some support. She's a black woman making music and I'm really proud of her. I wasn't able to go to the release party again because I'm in Missouri. Um, it was in a DMV, 
But again, you don't want to miss this. It's I'm sure it's going to be really good. So, yeah. So, again, contact me on Instagram, Facebook at blackgirlsmakemusic at gmail.com. Like I mentioned before, we have a um, playlist. And if you would like to submit your music to that playlist, feel free to fill out the form. It's going to be in the link below. Um, and you can have your music on the playlist. So, yay. Um, and you can also add music from your friends and things like that as well. So, yeah. Um, thanks again for listening to this episode. Sorry, I got something's in my throat. But um, I will talk to you guys next week. And I hope you have a great week. And keep creating. All right. Bye.